Hi, this is Anna, and this is Check It at the Round Table, where we discuss movies, books, music, and stuff. Today, we are reviewing We Best Love, number one for you, special edition episode do, peeps. This episode is basically about what happens when Shui comes out of the water because he's upset with Gashidi. And at this point, both he and Gashidi are completely soaked and he is mad. And he's like, why? What are you doing here? Why did you kiss me in the pool? And Gashidi's like, well, you wouldn't come up. I tried to get you to come up and it was you know what I could think of to make you come up and Gaoshi and Gaoshi's like how did you even know I was here are you stalking me and Gaoshi says yes all the time I think it's one of those moments where he's completely caught unaware and he just says exactly what he's thinking which is kind of funny because it just completely blows over Shui. It's at this point that Gashi says, why are you doing this? Why are you willing to kill yourself because you can't be with the girl who is with somebody else? He says, you know, nothing's worth that, Zhao Shui. And it's at this point that Zhao Shui basically says, leave me alone. So Gashi gets out of the pool, leaves Zhao Shui alone. Zhao Shui floats in the pool for a while. And then he ends up meeting Gao Shidi again, and Gao Shidi has the recording of Zhao Shui sitting on the bleachers at the swimming pool, bawling his eyes out because he couldn't get the girl that he's wanted since childhood to be his girlfriend. It's at this point that Gao Shidi says... I could share this with your friends, but instead, how about you be my page boy? You have to do exactly what I say. You have to come with me to classes, etc., and carry my books until graduation. At the end of that, you can do whatever you like. And Zhao Shui says, well, don't I have probation if I beat you once? I cannot have to do that anymore. And Gao Shui says, sure, if you beat me, you certainly can not be my page boy anymore. It's at this point that Gao Shidi basically has Zhao Shui be his page boy, which really all that for all that requires is that Zhao Shui wake up earlier, come to breakfast. Zhao Gao Shidi make sure that he eats, make sure that he has someone with him during this time because he is rather depressed that he can't be with his childhood friend the way that he thought he always would be. It's at this point that. Gao Shidi basically says at one point in this episode, he says, you know, if you don't want your, your friend from childhood to know that you had a crush on her, you're going to have to figure out how to deal with this, your heart being broken in a way that people can't tell Zhao Shui. And Zhao Shui says, well, you just don't know what it's like to have it so that the person that you wanted to be with, you'll never be able to be with. And Gao Shidi says, yes, I kind of do know what that feels like. And Zhao Shui says, oh, is it the guy who's always traipsing after you? And Gao Shidi looks at him and goes, idiot, and walks off. Because, of course, it's Zhao Shui that he's always wanted to be with and he's never been able to tell. And so as the story progresses, um, Gao Shidi continually pulls him away from his friends just so that he's not showing them that he's depressed, not because he's trying to keep him from his friends. 
At the end of the day, um, he ends up making Zhao Shui a hot pot because he knows he enjoys spicy and greasy foods. And even though Gao Shi can't eat it, he still makes it for him. And they're eating it, and Zhao Shui says, thank you. And I think, you know, this is the first time that we have Zhao Shui actually realizing that Gao Shui... Gao Shidi is doing this in part to help him. And he says, what would you do, Gao Shidi, if someone you cared about you'd never be able to be with? What would you do? And Gao Shidi says, well, I would probably do what I could to separate the person I cared about from the person that they wanted to be with. And then I would try to get to them when they were depressed so that I might have a chance with them. And Gao Shidi's like, wow, that's a little um, Machiavellian. And he says, really? And Gashi says, no, I wouldn't do that, really. After they have um, their hot pot together, or basically Gashi cooks the hot pot, Zhao Shui eats it, um, Zhao Shui gets really sick, and he says, uh, Gao Shi, can I just, can your page boy not work for you this afternoon? I know you have you have classes and all that, but I'm not feeling good. So Gao Shidi pulls him up and takes him to the doctor because he's not feeling good. Now this, I am going to put a spoiler in, so if you guys don't want to hear the spoiler, please just skip the rest of this episode. But I think it really helps to know what's going on here because it's very confusing the first time you watch the series. I'm just saying extremely confusing, at least for some of us. But the doctor who Gao Shidi takes Zhao Shui to see in the in the college infirmary is actually Gao Shidi's cousin. I think it's his mother's sibling's kid, but I could be wrong, but I think so. This cousin is one of my favorite characters in the entire series. He is a very he's a wild card character, and I always find those characters very interesting. He's kind of like the characters Gerard Butler usually plays, like in Dear Frankie, for example. You don't really know if they're good or bad. What you find out about his cousin, though, is his cousin is the college infirmary doctor, and he basically, he's known that Gao Shidi has liked Zhao Shui since childhood. So when Gao Shidi brings Zhao Shui to the infirmary, he's like, ah, this is the kid my cousin has always wanted to be with. And I really like the camaraderie between Gao Shidi and his cousin, whose name is something like Zhao Shui. It's not, but it's, it's similar. But anyway, his cousin has an affective disorder, which he's been told makes it so he cannot have emotion. What this has led the cousin to do is as he's grown into an adult, he ended up in his early adulthood working in a high school infirmary and he really ended up liking a kid who I don't know a nice word for it had some had some issues he was on the streets fighting people um, the cousin found out that he had severe Asperger's syndrome and so he basically helped that kid get to a point where he was in a safer place well during that time I think the cousin realized that he really cared for the kid who was like probably 10 years younger than the cousin because I'm thinking the cousin's about 28. The kid was about 18. Anyway, the kid really liked the cousin. The cousin really liked the kid, but he's been told all through his life he has affective disorder, so he can't like anyone. He ended up leaving the school without telling the kid 
and moving to the college to be working in that infirmary. It's really led him to be a bit bitter about things in general. I, I don't know a nice way to say that, but anyway, but it also has led the cousin to be the kind of person that as the story progresses, he basically forces Zhao Shui and Gao Shidi's hand because he's like, you know what? You two need to talk about this. You don't want to be like me and have just left the person you cared about because you didn't want to tell them you cared about them. Whatever you need to say, even if it ends up being an absolute disaster, even if you guys decide not to be together as a couple, you need to say it now so that you don't have regrets later in life. And I really do, I mean, honestly, I think Gao Shidi and his cousin are two of my favorite characters in season one, Every Best Love. In season two, Every Best Love, I have to say that Gao Shidi, his cousin, and Zhao Shui are absolutely hands down my favorite characters. And I really can't pick between the three. I'm just saying they're really cool characters. But, you know, this is where we meet the cousin, who does have an affective disorder, which makes him seem rather um, stony at first, but I actually think in many ways, he's one of the most interesting characters of the whole series in the fact that by the end of season two, you see him willing to not just take a chance on somebody else, but really to take a chance on himself. Because I think at the end of the day, the risks that we're willing to take, how do I say this? English. I teach it, but I'm having trouble speaking it at the moment. But basically, sometimes we have to risk ourselves, which I know sounds weird. But basically what I'm saying is the cousin sat there and went, yeah, I have an affective disorder by the end of season two of We Best Love. Yes, that could affect my relationship with so-and-so. But also me sitting here worrying about how that affective disorder could affect us is going to cost both them and me. And neither one of us really deserve that. And I really like how at the end of season two, you see the cousin really become who he helps other people become. I know that sounds strange, but really, I think that's the coolest thing about the cousin is because he always helps the others, like when you're talking about Gao Shudi or Zhao Shui, he helps them to not have regrets in their relationships. But by the end of season two, he's the one who's helped by Zhao Shui, by Gao Shidi, by Bin Wei, by all these people to not have regrets in his relationships. And I think that's really cool to see that, you know, life is short. You might as well live it without regrets. Now, you know, some people will go, well, what if everything ends up in oblivion? Well, at least then you'll know it ended up in oblivion. I mean, you know, you might as well know. Take a chance. And anyway, that is my review of episode two of We Best Love, number one for you special edition. Honestly, peeps, I'm not really seeing any major special features just pop out at me on these first two episodes. No offense here, I'm just saying. I will say I don't think this scene in episode one where Gao Shidi sees the tear on his arm, I don't think that was in the original one, but I might have missed it. But in, in episode two, I'm not seeing anything 
that's new in the production. And maybe I'm missing it, but I just don't think so. But I still am absolutely loving this. I've been wanting to rewatch We Best Love from start to finish for like literally two months. And I was like, you know what? I'm doing it this weekend. So anyway, this is my review of episode two, We Best Love Special Edition. You can watch this on WeTV, Tencent Video App. It is totally worth the subscription and I'm not being paid to say that by Tencent Video. They've also updated their app which was driving me absolutely batty for the last month and a half because it wasn't working properly. Now it's working splendiferously peeps. So anyway you can check it out. They also have a desktop application. It's awesome. Check it at the round table. Bye!